You're tuned to the Saturday Morning Coaches Corner on WTCA, our weekly visit with the coaches, players, and personalities that make up sports in Marshall County. Stay tuned. Rusty and his guests are coming up next. Are you looking for new insurance? Whether it be for auto, home, farm, or any type of insurance, Michiana Insurance in Plymouth is an independent insurance agent that can help you get the right price for the right service. You'll receive the personal touch you expect from your neighborhood insurance agent. Stop in at Michiana Insurance today at 818 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or call 574-936-2700. Not only is he an internationally known radio star on WTCA, Uncle Doug also gives the best haircut in town. If you want to take advantage of that amazing skill, you can visit Uncle Doug's Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 5, Wednesday 1 to 5, and Saturday 8 to noon right across the street from the fire department call for an appointment at 574-941-2282 have your hair cut by a celebrity uncle doug McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is the real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or can be reached by calling 936-9797. That's McCullough Real Estate, 936-9797. Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574 574- Two two three nine five two five, and come to expect the best. This is your Saturday morning coach's corner with Rusty Nixon, and now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. And we are back, and for some reason, why don't you move those headsets somewhere else? <laughs> for some reason, microphones and headsets don't like each other very much. Uh, Michaela Shellio with me this morning. Um, it's good to be back, isn't it? It's been a while, that's for sure. It's been a little bit. I hope you had a happy holiday. You as well. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it's good to get a little bit of a break. Of course, I had more of a break than you did because you've been busy for the whole Christmas break, and you've had a lot of games here in a row. Yeah, we definitely been getting after it. That's for sure. Well, let's go back over some of that too. I know that going into the. Uh, uh tournament the shootout um well two really good programs norwell especially just in a in in that realm of one of those teams you talk about every year uh, what did you see in that in that shootout that that let's start with what you liked because uh, i know there were some things that you were hoping to see through that yeah i mean Throughout the season, we've struggled against traps coming at us, especially from a zone in the half court. Uh, Norwell plays a 13 very, very well every single year. And so we prepared a lot for that uh, in the week leading up into the shootout. And we scored effectively out of what we put in. Uh, We were pass faking. We were hitting the short corner dives. So that was really good to see. It was a lot of growth there. Um, Against Norwell, uh, we – struggled getting out on their shooters and and historically they shoot the ball yeah, really really well yeah, really uh well. so so that's how they beat us and then Huntington North uh they played a man against us and we haven't seen man since the New Prairie game uh and we handled New Prairie's pressure pretty well um but Huntington North had a lot of length all across the court and so it made our it made it difficult for our girls to attack uh to handle their pressure so we've been working a lot against man and then rochester in the second half put a man on us this week and so again yesterday worked a lot against man handling pressure swinging the ball and using both sides of the court and not dribbling as much right 
Well, and you know, the times I've seen you play, that's when you're effective is when you're not dribbling around the floor all the time. Exactly. The ball can't stick in your hands. We got to swing it. We got to use both sides of the court. So yesterday in practice, uh, we weren't able to score until it hit both sides of the court. I know Norwell, that's not like you saying that isn't even a surprise because every time that I've seen us play them, they have at least three people on the floor that pretty much any time the ball's in their hand, they might throw one in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're definitely good shooters. Yeah. We need, we need to develop shooters like that. That would help a lot. I'm going to um, say, I don't know how uh, uh, Eric comes up with those those girls every year, but he's always got at least three or four that can just shoot the lights out of it. And that's what they did. <laughs> is, is that a matter of just getting a lot of shots up? or is there some, Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, and I told our girls over break, yeah, we were practicing for two hours, but you're not in school, so why not get more shots oh, yeah. up? And, yeah. and I did the math for our guards especially. You should get eight threes up in a minute. Multiply that by 20 minutes, that's 160 threes. Multiply that by five days a week, that's 800 more threes that you're getting up that maybe you wouldn't have taken. And we need girls who will truly want that and, and just go out there and do that. Um, and you bring up a good point. It's not just standing in the gym throwing the ball in the air either. I mean, there's a certain no uh, game speed, to, yeah. game reps, and it helps you get somebody pass you the ball. I would imagine. Yep. Well, and we and we have uh, a dish too. Um, oh yeah. So we, we just have to take advantage of that. Get your shots up. That's the bottom line. Um, so, how do you feel coming out of that shootout? How do you feel your growth was? Where were you at at that point? I think it definitely pointed out the fact that we need to work a lot more against a man, um, and, and which is good because then when we're attacking teams who do play a zone, when we're attacking in a zone, it turns into a man. Um, so we'll be able to execute better uh, with pressure coming up on us. You know, the other night, um, Rochester, let's, let's talk about that a little bit too because uh, it was one of those things where it just got away from you in the second half, I'm assuming. What it, yeah, uh, going into halftime, it was nineteen nineteen. Going into the fourth quarter, it was thirty to thirty. So we were with them yeah. the whole game, uh, and then we had the first five points of the fourth quarter. We were up thirty five thirty, and then Rochester went on an eighteen three run, and that was one hundred percent us giving them buckets, turning the ball over in the back court. They were putting a man press on us, and um, so what we showed yesterday, you got you got to be the first one to initiate contact. It can't be the defense dictating where we are going on offense because our guards were wanting to just leak out to the corners. Obviously, those are trapping zones. They're not putting us in good positions to be successful. Um, so we talk a lot about when when you're going into a defense, you got to hit them first, initiate the contact. Especially when you're attacking, you got to initiate that contact in the middle of the floor so that they're not pushing you off. And, and we got to dictate our presence. And so they went on an 18 3 run due to our turnovers. They capitalized on our turnovers. And then uh, we didn't rebound the basketball, gave them more possessions there. And so those are two areas where teams are going to take advantage. If we continue to turn the ball over and we're not rebounding the basketball, we're just handing them more possessions, more possessions, more possessions, and it's hard to be a team when they have so many more possessions than than you do. Has rebounding become a problem? Because I don't rem- I remember. I was kind of impressed. You guys really did a nice job on the boards early in the season. Uh, we did. Um, we're not attacking the boards uh, as well as we were from the start, um, and that's that's a small thing that makes a huge difference. Yeah, um, so the day after the Rochester game, uh, I pulled up film we had a film session good film session good workout afterwards and i showed them the fourth quarter of the new prairie game the fourth quarter of the bremen game and then we watched the fourth quarter of the rochester game and we need to make sure that we're remembering our past success and knowing and believing that we have done this before right we just need to do it again and against new prairie we were playing more together as a team we were directing our offense everybody was pointing lots more high fives um on the defensive end our hands were up we were much a a bigger zone simply because our hands were up same thing against bremen and that was early on in the season 
to where our girls were paying attention to detail, and I think we've fallen away from that. And uh, so it was good to point those things out so we can get back to those, yeah. doing those little things that make really big differences. Right. Now, um, you mentioned a couple of things. That, you know, there's, a, there's always a point in a season where, I don't know how to say it, you go through a rough patch, I guess, is the thing. And every team has that. There's a certain stretch there, a week, maybe a few, just a few games where nothing is easy. And ours has almost been for a month, so <laughs> it's time that we get out of it today against Mishawaka. We just need to put a beating on a team, get another taste of success, taste of victory, and then let that ride us the rest of January leading into sectionals. Do you th- how do you deal with that, though? I mean, you know, you've got a section of time where everybody is saying nothing's working, nothing I'm doing. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel the same. Uh, baseball, they call it a slump. You know, it's not It's not that you can't do it. It's just for some reason nothing feels right. I mean, do you, how do you attack that? From Yeah, I mean, we have to believe in what we do and, and the things that we started from the very beginning of the season because – as you know, and the listeners know, like those things were working for oh, us. Yeah, yeah. And yes, basketball is a very, very long season. So we need to make sure that we're holding our girls accountable for the little things that we were holding them accountable for in the beginning of the year. And that we just get back to that. When things aren't going your way in life, you just can't, you can't erase everything that you've done leading up to that point. Right. You got to get back to the little things and, and just want it, go out there and do it. We always say the right things. Our our girls always say the right things in film session. Now, actions speak louder than words. We need to go out there and just do it. It's psychological. 100%. Not physical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, you've had some, some good individual performances and some, some people. I mean, you know, Taylor obviously is having uh, an unbelievable season. Right. You think uh, – do you think you need to develop somebody else that's in that? I mean, as a scorer, especially. I mean, in our wins, we've had almost three girls in double digits, right. and and I've been telling our guards this: we can't just we can't tailor watch. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, and, and we need Claire to not tailor watch. Yeah, you can't win a ball game with just one player. Um, it, it's got to be a group of five. The five who are on the quarter, six or seven man who comes off the bench. It's a team collective effort, and we need more people who will score the basketball and be an offensive threat because teams know what they're doing now. They're double-tripping-teaming Taylor when Taylor gets the ball. we got to kick out. we got to be ready to knock down shots so that when the defense then comes out on you because you've hit a couple of threes, that opens up the inside game again. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when Michael Jordan came back from retirement, the Bulls couldn't win. Why? Because everybody was watching him play. They were just, exactly. you know, it, it, giving the ball, and, hey, that was cool. You know? <laughs> um, and I love being your teammate. You're so good. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there you go. Go, Michael. Go have some. And, and, you know, but it's hard not to do that. When you've got a player having that kind of a season, it's hard not to just say, wow, that was cool. I mean, to me, that would be a tough thing to do. But everybody has a job. Yeah. um, Taylor spoke up after the film session uh, the day after the Rochester game and and talked to her teammates about the confidence that she has in her teammates. And I think her teammates definitely needed to hear that because – they know they know how good Taylor is, so they they have belief and trust in her. But if Taylor has the belief and trust in her teammates, that rightfully so, we're a good, talented team. They that will instill more confidence in themselves too, and they'll want the basketball. Then it's kind of strange to me, and it's I, this is something that that obviously you have to deal with is the fact that you know for those of us outside looking in, yeah, Taylor's great, but you've got some other players that are in, in immensely talented. Right. Um, and very capable of, of having a similar kind of season. Yeah, I mean, and I and I showed my girls yesterday, too. Um, I was just thinking back when I played high school, and, and I was playing the point guard, and I was a scorer. But when I was driving and I had three defense come out on me, uh, when I would – I wouldn't just pass it to my teammate. In the middle of my pass, I'd yell, shoot it! Right, And yeah. that gives them the confidence to put the ball in the air – and it's going in. And everybody gets their shots, too. Within the course of the offense, everybody should get a look at some point. 
Right, and and going along with that, we got to make sure that we are swinging the basketball and that the ball's not sticking in our hands like it has been recently. So yesterday in practice, we didn't let the girls score till it hit both sides of the court because that makes the defense work more. Right. And then we're going to get more open looks rather than forcing tough shots. Well, and you want a defense to move. Yeah, <laughs> we need them to get tired so teams quit in threes on us and they're going to have legs to shoot if we don't really make them play defense. So far as your players' development uh, through this period of time, obviously, you know, once again, we mentioned Taylor, but, you know, you, you've got another post down there in Claire. Uh, how has she looked to you as you've been coming through here the last few games? Um, Claire does a great job of reflecting. and she's, she's admitted to me multiple times, I need to be more aggressive. Yeah. I need to do more things. I need to go grab those rebounds and just put it up right away. I'm like, Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do need to do that. That is what I've been telling you. It's, I mean, it's there. She just needs to do it. She's a really good ball player. She showed that last year. Um, we need her to start being aggressive again. And uh, with Taylor a little bit injured uh, in the Rochester game, Sophie Miller had to step up. And coming off the bench, she had nine points, five rebounds. Not because she was thinking on the court. Right. She was just out there to compete and play basketball. That's what we need all five who are on the court to do. Sophie's a freshman, right? Sophie is a freshman. And she's starting to get adjusted to the, the flow of the game because everything I've heard from people who coached her or seen her play before high school, they really think she's going to be an outstanding player. She really will. And um, So with Taylor out, she, I put her in as a post, and I've been playing her as a as a wing uh, this year just because she does have a good-looking shot, and that's something ball-handling-wise we'll need to develop for her. But she's she's a player where she can play any position on the court just because she's a gamer and she'll get right. it done. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about her development throughout these next four years. Um, and you've had a couple other players. Uh, Maddie uh, yep. has started to really fit into her role. So, um, yeah, we, we told the girls, and the girls didn't entirely believe – this or agree with this but we said you have to know your numbers and not from a selfish standpoint but from the standpoint of each individual needs to have goals and you need to if you're not getting it done in the game this is your goal get it done keep reminding yourself this is what i need i need to grab three more rebounds to help my team and it's not selfish it's doing what you do to help the team right. win. And um, so after the Norwell shootout, I had our girls write down their individual goals for the month of January and for sectionals. And the, those are goals that are leading to help our team win. And Maddie really stuck with knowing your numbers because um, every 10 threes that she shot, she would come report to me how many she made. And uh, she was sticking around 35 40% for the week Um this past week, and in the Rochester game, she got in and she hit two threes. So, yeah. I mean, if that doesn't prove knowing your numbers and sticking to numbers and statistics, then I don't know what does. Um, yeah, she she had confidence because in the week she was keeping track right. of her numbers and she knew that she could score the basketball. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, you explain it that way too. That makes a lot of sense to me if you know you can do it. And you know, you always preach and practice. You got to get enough reps in that it's it's mindless. You don't have to think about it when you when you get the ball. You know, I got this shot. I've done it a hundred times. Yeah, and it, it needs to be game speed, not casually yeah. just getting shots up. Um, so those twenty minutes that I was talking about, we don't start practice till three forty five, and they get out of school around three or three fifteen, so they could easily get it done then. Uh, we had a couple girls standing around before practice the day after Rochester game. And I was like, oh, oh, I was frustrated because why Why are we wasting time in the gym? Yeah, practice hasn't started, but this is time where you could be getting better as an individual. And we've told them that they need yeah. to use before and after practice to get game-like reps up, game speed reps. So I called a girl over and I was like, "What? What's scope around the gym right now and you tell me the issue. And she said it. And I was like... Why are we not holding each other accountable? Um, so we talked about that. That was before this film session. We talked about that in film. And they said, okay, yes, hold me accountable. I'm not going to get mad at you. It may sting a little bit in the moment. But that's – and I told them, I said, you can't be mad at your teammate there. You should, you should be frustrated with yourself. Yeah. 
For you young players out there listening, you ever want to make a coach angry, stand around at practice at any point because that is not something that's going to sit very well with anybody. Right. And for our seniors especially, like they, they have a month of basketball left. They should be doing everything that they can do um, to make these moments matter. And we, we, we have a good, solid chance to win the sectional. Right. But we got to get back to our ways that we were doing the beginning of the year, and we need to work a lot, lot harder competing against each other in practice. Yeah, uh, I know you got a walk through to go through here pretty soon because you got a game this afternoon yep. um, with uh, Mishawaka. Um, let's talk about them a little bit. What what do they like to do? Who are their key players? That kind of thing. They throw a lot of defenses at, at opponents. Uh, they do a twelve press. They do a man press. They do a twenty two press. In the half court, they they do 23. They extend their 23 out. They do a buzz like Plymouth used to do where the ball, you trap top two guards in 23 trap as soon as the ball crosses half court. Um, They play man. So we've practiced against all of those defenses collectively. Um, They have a lefty point guard that's pretty smooth. They have a couple good shooters. They have some good posts where one of them's pretty agile. Um, But honestly, we just need to focus on ourselves this game and dictate what we do and defend our home court. Right. And if we go in there with that mindset, we'll come out with a W. We need to do everything in our power to defend our home court. Yeah. Specifically, what's on your checklist? What do you want to see out of your girls today? Our key is to win on scattering board. I have it right here. Oh, all right. <laughs> we need to crash the boards hard offensively and defensively. We need to handle the ball with their pressure. If they're sending two at us, be thankful. That means someone's <laughs> wide open. So we just got to see the court. But also, we need our girls to communicate with each other on the court so we know who is open and when two is coming at the ball. Um, and we need to get the ball in the paint. And when they do collapse, we need to kick out and knock shots down. And then the last thing in all caps is defend your home court at all costs. Yeah, very good. Well, I'll tell you what, thanks for joining us. And uh, we will uh, talk to you in about, what, three hours, four hours? (laughs) Yep, it's coming shortly. (laughs) Very good. Uh, It's Michaela Shelley, head coach of the uh, Plymouth Lady Pilgrims. So stay tuned. We'll be back with Joel Grendel. The Floor Store More in downtown Plymouth offers the area's largest selection of floor covering as well as 35 years of experience. Whatever type of floor covering you are looking for, make sure to stop in and see Rocky at the Floor Store More at 116 North Michigan Street in downtown Plymouth, giving you professional and courteous service. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is the real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or can be reached by calling 936-9797. That's McCullough Real Estate, 936-9797. Michiana Insurance, 818 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, is an independent insurance agent that can offer you the right coverage with that personal touch you would expect from your neighborhood insurance agent. All types of insurance are offered from automobile, business and commercial, recreational vehicles, homeowners, bonds, life, motorcycles, farm, and even watercraft and boats. Call today. 574-936-2700 and receive the right price for the right service. Michiana Insurance in Plymouth. John Oliver here with three very good reasons to have your vehicle serviced at Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth. First, regardless of make or model, we can repair or maintain your vehicle to factory specs using quality manufacturer's replacement parts. Second, Oliver Ford's factory trained technicians have years of experience, so they don't have to spend a lot of time or your money guessing what's wrong. Number three, we just make it so darn easy to do business with Oliver Ford. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. And 
Could you move those headsets? Just put them underneath or throw them anywhere. Just sure. Drop them on the ground. Sure, there we go. They get too close to the mic, and then it starts screaming no, at us, want, and it's not. We don't want that. No, we don't want that. We got enough. There, we're, we're hard enough to listen to already, I think. <laughs> yeah, we got enough people screaming <laughs> at us all the time, so we don't need any more. Uh, Joel Grindle joins me here, Plymouth uh, head basketball coach, and um, you've had a nice run here. A, uh, Michigan City, a big win on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, last night, not in. It, it was still more of what we've been seeing for the last yeah. month, but maybe a little bit of a mental or physical after a big win like that. Um, a tendency. Um, you know, I, I, I guess. Here is where I can wrap, where I'll wrap up, kind of where we're at. Um, our kids last night were legitimately disappointed, legitimately upset. There was that disappointment in the locker room of we expected to win. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the deal. Mishawaka is re- – they're really, really – again, we, we've been saying this a lot, and I, and I sound like a broken record, but Mishawaka is really, really good. They just – I mean, you know, they beat – they just beat the pants off of uh, Elkhart the week before. I mean, they dominated Elkhart on Tuesday. and I mean, it, I mean um, you know, in Elkhart season, whatever, you know, Elkhart's Elkhart. They got yeah. they have 3,500 kids and yeah. 3,500 athletes, I think, running yeah. through there quite a bit. And um, Mishawaka has been playing really, really good basketball, especially at home. They're big. They're strong. Um, they're well coached. Um I mean, our kids, though, we, we hopped on and, and we had a mentality that we're going in there and playing and our kids believed that they could, could compete. Our kids believed that they could, uh, win the game. And again, we're at a point in our program. We're at a point with our kids that last night, I mean, we played hard. We played, we did some things really well. We did some, we, we didn't shoot the ball great. Um, we made some mistakes, but we played really hard and our kids have really earned being disappointed after, after all of the effort and all of the, whatever they earned the disappointment. Like we're to a point where we expect to win that game. And, and that's what, that's, that's what we've seen. That's what our coaching staff has wanted all along. That's what our kids are. We're to a point that these kids are now, Hey, we can do this. We can win. Again, the Michigan City game went a long way with that. Right. Um, for that, because that I mean that was a fantastic program win for us. I mean, make no mistakes about it. Michigan again sounds like broke. Michigan yeah. City is really, really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Jamie Hodges is top top level player in Northern Indiana, if not the entire state. I mean, he's a twenty five a game a night. You know kid and and they have athletes galore and what we we our kids saw that when we play Plymouth basketball when we play our brand of basketball and we do things over and over and over and you move on from mistakes and you go to the next play um good things happen for you well and and last night I I think it was in the first quarter I mean they threw the first punch oh yeah they threw a pretty hard one yeah and there by the end of the quarter it was a one-point game yeah I mean what what I like about our guys is, man, we aren't backing down any. I mean, we are not going to back down anymore. Um, um, <laughs> again, what you if you went to a game, that's what you saw last night was what you expect from Michigan City. You got big, strong, physical, tough kids. Okay, playing against the Plymouth kids that are now play, you got your kids that are tough, and you're never going to back down. And that's what you. Ha- I mean, if you. If, if you went to the game last night, you had nobody backing down from anybody the entire game, and you had two teams really getting after right. it um, in a just a good old fashioned basketball <laughs> game with with kids with hustle effort. I mean, it didn't work out for us, but I I, I would think that the with the atmosphere with the both bands there last yeah. night with the uh, with I mean we traveled fantastically, um, and that's a testament to what our kids are doing. 
um, is that people want to go watch them, um, and, and they deserve that because of their effort that they're playing, their focus, their intensity. Uh, we love having those fans there, and we're, we're glad that they're that people are choosing to spend their Fridays and Saturdays with us. Um, but what you saw last night was what you would expect from Plymouth Mishawaka of just uh, hard nosed kids getting after each other. Well, and, and as I was watching it, it was kind of interesting to me, and that's the perfect point. The style that you, I mean, they were going to press you from beginning to end, up yeah. tempo, get down the floor, get their hands on everybody and everything. Yep. You guys, a lot more deliberate. Let's get into a half court game. Let's make sure everything's. But the way you get to that style was exactly the same. You saw yeah. their guys head first into the stands. Along with yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah, you have red jerseys and white jerseys on the floor crawling. I remember one time there were four guys on the floor with hands on the ball, yeah. rolling around yeah. trying to take it from each other. It was that kind of a game. There was certainly no lack of effort on, <laughs> on, 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 on each on either end. Um, again, that's I mean, we're again to say that we're happy with the outcome of that game is certainly not. There we are not. We're we're past that. Um, yeah. We're we're past that. Um, where we're, we're doing that, but that's what basketball is supposed to be about. Um, that's what that's what it's supposed to look like. That's what that's what NLC basketball is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a bunch of kids getting after it, playing hard, diving on the floor, and. Plymouth basketball is supposed to be about never backing down from anybody, anywhere, no matter how big, how good, how strong, how physical they are. And our kids are starting to get that. And for that, I'm proud. Yeah. You had a lot of – and it seems to me uh, – I don't know whether it's a matter of you getting more confidence or them getting better, but it seems like you're you're getting – be able to get a little deeper into the bench now and get some contributions. Well, I mean, here is what – I mean – I, I guess the whole, I mean, the whole th- kind of thing. You can start with kind of what Trey Trey Hall's doing. He's, you know, his game against Michigan City. Um, I mean, it yeah. was it was phenomenal. I mean, he yeah. played a phenomenal basketball game and never took a shot. Um, he played well again last night. You know, but we had at last night we had our point guard and our two guard. Uh, sitting with three fouls for er, yeah. a lot, and we're kind of ro- rotating guys in um, a lot. So Trey Hall's emergence has allowed us to go a, a lot deeper and to get spot minutes. I think what we're really talking is is, is kids figuring out roles and figuring out what we're trying to do. And that's, um, I mean, Rusty, we've both been along around for a really long time, and we know, um, you know that the – the success of teams isn't just the guys on the on the on the floor all the time. It's it's your it's your role players, and the best teams have the kids that are doing the roles. And sometimes the roles aren't fun. Uh, sometimes it's not the glamorous role, and and that is where I've been incredibly proud of what our guys are doing as their roles. Um, I mean, last night you got uh, Brian Lennon Creek bomb. Lennon Creek bombs playing. Sp- you know, spot minutes, but by, I mean, by goodness, is he playing hard? Does he do yeah. whatever? And, and, and Lennon's, Lennon's skill set leads to, to being able to do some things for us and some, you know, his, what he can do defensively. He is a competitor. He is never going to back down. Um, so him going in and gardens one of their big guys where he's, you know, he's guarding a kid who's probably five, six inches taller than him and, I don't know, 70 pounds bigger than him, and, and Lennon has no problem doing that. So what Lennon did last night, what, go in and spell some guys. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Zane Lark goes in and gives you some, again, some spot minutes of Zane can go in and play some one-off. So his big thing is he can go in and do some defensive things for us. And he was in there playing defense, the one-on-one spotting guys. When those guys went in, we were offensive, defensive substitution getting in. Uh, you got 
Kobe Walters uh, now coming in. We got to get him with some more confidence. He's starting to look better again this week, and 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 he's one that that hopefully we can get we can get rolling and get hit, get him his feel and 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 it, it, he's a kid we need to be able to to add sports. Kobe's I mean Kobe's a great shooter. Yeah. Kobe's a really you know he's really good, and then he'll do. You know, he was doing some of those little Plymouth things. He has a a, a low block, uh, a rebound clamp. It pops the ball away two or three times, and, the, and those are things that that just really nice things. Uh, Caden Ellery gave us some minutes. Uh, I mean, he get, got us a couple really big boards and and did some really good things for us um, uh, down down the line. Um, and then you know, when you go through, I guess, I guess you know a guy who's getting you got to go to Connor DeLee. I yeah. mean, Connor DeLee hadn't played one minute yet this week. He has not gotten on the floor. Uh, we play, played a whole lot of guards and, and, uh, you know, that's not a, that's not Connor's strength is guarding, uh, guarding a point guard. Uh, but Connor is doing such, such amazing things in practice and being a leader. Um, I mean, when you envision the kid that can that can handle a role of, hey, I might not play tonight, you know, but if I do, I'm going to be ready. Um, he's helping our red team. He's helping a bunch of the younger kids get mentally prepared. They're preparing everybody. Uh, you know, he's preparing through the scout team. I mean, Connor DeLee, um the other thing is, is when guys are taking a charge, when guys are are diving on the floor, um, it's our entire bench, it's our JV, it's I mean, our, those are the things that you like to see. We watch when we watch film. I watch our bench too, and my goodness, our bench has been phenomenal. When people are taking charges, we got we got JV kids jumping out of the stands for it. We got, I mean, it's 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 fun, and our kids are figuring out that that is fun. In if you're trying to get from point A to point B, it takes everybody. Right. We have some JV kids. We have, you know, a, tr- a Trey Delp. We have uh, Preston Wolf. We got, you know, David Sills giving us some minutes. We have Caleb Bowling that are coming in and practicing, and, and they're getting better. Um, but they're part of it. We have a JV group that's coming in and doing some scout defense where we're going back and forth, and they're giving looks and they're working. They're part of it. Hopefully, you know, if, if you're trying to, to build up the program, it's one through who, however many 31 that you have in your program, it takes everybody and, and everybody's important. Um, and, and that, I guess, is where I'm loving seeing the investment of everybody, not just the five on the floor. Um, I'm, I'm loving seeing that, that investment from, Whatever at six, whoever's six through however many we have on the bus, I should probably know that, but I don't have that off the top of my head. You I know, I, hey, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll have to ask Plotham Coach. I'll, 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 well, I don't know about Coach Plotham. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe Coach Fallstitch. Um, yeah, he's more. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, but if we can look at that, but that's what's fun. Yeah, that's what's fun. I mean, my goodness, to see, you know somebody take a charge and you have all coaches, you have JV kids jumping out of the stands because they're so excited. Uh, you have 10 guys about on the court from the bench because of that. Um, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's fun and, and, and it's exciting to be at a point where we're doing that. It's interesting to me, you know, you use the word roles and you know, in our society today, that word has taken on a meaning that is negative. And yeah. It's not a negative. No, meaning. no. A guy gets a role because his skill set fits that perfectly. You're Correct. trying to give them a bite they can chew Correct. where they will have success. Well, well I mean, and here's, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you put that in any organization, you put that exactly. in any school, you yeah. put that. Uh, Plug in, you know, your your police force is doing the same thing. Guys do different things. Your your military is doing the same thing. A, a school's a school's doing. You're trying to put people in a role that they do and that they do well. Right. And, and it's some are, you know, some are glamorous. Yeah. Um, you know, some are, are 
for a basketball team. Uh, I mean, and the unfortunate thing is we're we're living in the uh, transfer portal. We're living in the free agency. We're yeah. living in the we're living in the I did I don't. I don't want to go in, so I take off my jersey and run out and jump out. And now I get praised on. Now I get praised on the radio, and I get yeah. praised that for whatever because I didn't. You know, that's that's the society we're living in. Um, but your best teams have kids and people that do what they're good at. They fit what you're doing, and you mold them, uh, and you mold your roles, and you mold what you're doing around them, and right. and. Convincing kids that hey uh, things don't go my way that hey you're oh well they just transfer in college yeah. if I don't play I transfer yeah. or in 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 the grand scheme of it if you look around um, it, it's now high oh well I go to prep school if I'm yeah. good and I'm I don't get yeah. you know and it we're lucky that we're getting kids that are that are interested in the in that we're lucky that we're getting kids that are. Um, invested in our program we're lucky we have parents that get it we're lucky that we have parents that are invested in our community in our program because i mean we got great kids we got great parents we have a great community surrounding us and surrounding what we are doing um and we have a community that's behind what we're doing um you know we're 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 trying to invest in kids we're trying to invest you know we're talking our varsity man we're trying to do the same things all the way down uh through our youth programs down to second and third grade and first grade and whatever we're doing we we want we want people investing in in our kids so that that we can build you know a program but also build a strong community and um it takes people willing to sacrifice for each other to build a solid team. And that's what we're doing right now. And, and, and to say that I'm, that's what I'm proud of seeing. And, yeah. and again, and I, and knowing our kids, knowing what I got into, I knew this group of kids would, would be, would be ones to want to do that. Yeah. I was going to say, I, you know, you look at me, I'm not going to step back and shoot a three, but I can shove some people. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Make it, make it match your ability. Right. Um, so how do you feel about where you're at right now? I mean, it's a step back last night, but it seems to be moving in the right direction to me. Yeah. As I kicked off and what I said is we've earned the right to be frustrated and to be upset. Again, it was last night our kids were legitimately upset for losing to a really, really, really good basketball team. We've said this, that we're playing really, really, really good basketball teams. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, Michigan City, I mean, that was a program, that was a program kind of defining win that, that lets, hey, if we do things this way, we could beat just about anybody. Right. Um, because Michigan City, I mean, if you weren't at the game and you weren't there, I mean, if you were there, you know how t- know how talented Michigan yeah. City was. Um, we're happy with where we're with where we're moving. We're happy with where we're getting. We're ha- we're we're at, we're happy with our effort. Our competing, our getting after it. Um, that's not that that we expect that. Right. That's something that's a non negotiable. Our kids expect that. Um, again. Our, our thing is just to have to keep we're keep looking to go go forward go forward go forward go forward um and and we got to continue to do that every day but we are happy with the way we're we're moving we got to start now cleaning some stuff up um you know Mishawaka is a team that if things fall the right way, I mean they're they're two and zero in the conference. They've they're playing really well. Things could fall the right way, and they could maybe pull off an upset. I mean that's like a conference champion type team, right? Um, uh, we we're right we're right there with those guys. Now it's the time to take that step to continue to take that step of getting there. Um, but we said in the at the beginning, our kids are upset with losing to them. And I told him that if that jersey says Plymouth, you should be upset if you lost right. to those teams. And you've earned that right to be upset because of the work and the effort and whatever things that you're doing. Um, because we're starting to do Plymouth, we're starting to do Plymouth stuff. We're starting to do 
the toughness things that's that our program that we're trying to build the program for. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be that, and our kids are starting to get that. They're buying in. Um, we're continuing to move forward. So why we're certainly not happy about the outcome of last night, last night's basketball game was played the right way. Right. It was what we're trying to do, and we came up a couple plays short. Looking at it, breaking it down a little bit further, um, do, do you feel that, that your offense or your defense is ahead of where you want it to be? Or is it even uh, close to where you want it to be? We want to get better, <laughs> both of them. Um, yeah. I, defensively, the last few games have been, I mean, that's what's going to keep us in games. It, it's it's It always has been um, that way. Um, I mean, you you've known me again. You've known me a long time. It's it's it, you know I'm a defensive guy. You know that's what we're 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 looking at doing. Um, you know we've at the beginning of the year if we're playing Michigan City, there's no way we're controlling the gaps and keeping them out of the paint like we did and forcing them into doing things and all that. And they would have gotten uh, so the our, our help and recover. Um, we now we've spent a whole lot of time on helping and recovering and gaps and and not letting them back in and breaking down the hey when this guy cuts they're trying to get to this spot and next guy's got to get into help and all that we've broken down it we've talked you know five guys if one guy's out of position we're in trouble uh, so our kids are buying into that if we can play defense we can be in any game um, offensively what I've what I've liked is that we've you know, against Jimtown um, and against Michigan City, I mean, we ran possessions where we had 30, 40 seconds. But we had a, some that, – that Jimtown game, um, we had some possessions in the fourth quarter where we're running our open offense and, and moving the basketball, snapping it around, 45 seconds, boom, wide open layup. Right. And, and that just is demoralizing for a team uh, uh, down – you know um, – against Michigan City where we're running our offense and then for 30 seconds and then they go down and they're frustrated so they take a 35-foot shot. Uh, and, and it just, you know, towards the towards the end of the game with a minute to go and it's a five-point game, they take a bad shot and then they're they, – they, I mean, I don't flat-out quit, I guess, yeah. um, you know, at the end of the game because they're frustrated because we were getting, you know, so – our, our, our defense is still ahead of our offense, I would say. Um, hope you know. Hopefully, we're we're getting that. But but our offense is starting to look like what we wanted. It's starting to look like open. Uh, our kids have an understanding of what we want to do. We need to get to execute it a little bit better. We need to get into to to some shots a little bit more. Um, and, and then our set and our sets and things like that. You know, last night I thought we had. We had some open back doors that we, but their pressure kind of didn't let us throw the pass. So we had the, we had some things that we really liked and we really wanted to look at and we need to execute a little bit better. And if we can make a couple passes on, on a back door, but again, their ball pressure was so good. Um, if we could have gotten a couple of those off and, and a couple of those back doors that maybe would have, uh, loosened up the pressure a little bit more than it has been, but, uh, we're real close in both. In both, so um, again, our, our goal is to kind of continue to grow both. But um, our formula, I think, has been set of what we need to do to have success. It was interesting last night because a lot of teams have tried to press you this year. Last yeah. night was the only team that had, and it wasn't great success, but it's the only one that had really any any success at all. Well, and again. <laughs> There's a lot. There were some reasons. I mean, as I said, now is what I tell you. That's a that's what you expect. I mean, that's a that's what you when you go up to Mishawaka. That's what you expect Mishawaka versus Plymouth to look like. You know, the difference, I think, last night was the fact that when the ball came in, you had somebody riding. Oh yeah, riding oh, you oh, oh all yes. the way down the. Floor. Oh yes, oh yeah. So, so. but but again. If you were going to say, what does Mishawaka versus Plymouth look like? Um, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. B- Mishawaka, big, strong, physical kids, trying to athletes, uh, uh, hanging all over you, trying to have a football game against <laughs> against us, us doing our Plymouth things and what we're doing. That's 
that's what Plymouth versus Mishawaka looks like. Um, you know, and as I said, we're we're a play or two away here or there. Um, you know, we, we really got the one the one little run was what really hurt us. When it's a close game, we, you know, they, they go on that little six zero spurt that uh, takes that four point game or five point game to nine or eleven or whatever it was. And you know, to give fairness to our kids, our kids never quit. Our kids kept battling. Our kids started to try to pressure them and made them force them into doing some crazy things and we had you know we have a a shot to get it to a one possession game under a minute and shot just didn't fall yeah um talking about what plymouth mishawaka looks like let's talk about what plymouth typical new valley is going to look like tonight um that team is traditionally i, I know they've been I, I don't even want to use the word down they've had some tough well, times in the last few years yeah but, um you could tell they had some pieces a year ago, some young players. Yeah. They're, they're obviously doing okay. Yeah. Um, again, this Valley's a team. Valley's a team I know very, very well. I know, obviously, know yeah, uh, they're just, 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 a, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, you know, uh, they, they got, they got kids, man. They got some, they got kids. I mean, Nolan, Nolan Cumberland has been there for, um, you know, he's a junior now and, um, you know, I've, I've, I, I was over there and spent a lot of time with them for, for, for two years in a completely different role than what I am now and an observer, but got to talk with, with a lot of those guys, uh, you know, um, and I would tell you first and foremost, personally, I'm, I'm glad for the success that they're having, um, you know, with, with the stuff that went on, you know, my worst day in education ever was, was last year. And, and yeah. it was, and it was spent with a lot of those guys grieving, um, the loss of Brendan Stump, who was just a fantastic kid. Um, a lot of it was co- consoling kids and, and, seeing the pain and the, and the hurt in their eyes. I'm very happy that those kids, um, are having the success that they're having. Yeah. Um, now, with that being said, I want them to have no success tonight. <laughs> so we're talking at, we're talking every day, but tonight. But you know, Nolan Cumberland has been a kid who's just been a he's been been a score for him. Uh, really, really nice player, an athletic player, good pull up jumper game, gets in the lane um, and, and doing doing some really nice things for him. Uh, Tate Kaiser was a kid that was at Valley as a freshman. Um, Ended up at Warsaw for a year, and glad he saw the light and got out of there and went back. Now I'm not again not glad to see him tonight, but I'm glad he saw the light uh, and, and and went back. And he's a kid who's played really really well for them. Uh, Left handed kid, he's been playing as a point point guard for him. He's a kid who can shoot and and, and likes to get after it. Um, you got Braden Shepard, who's who's uh, just a really really good athlete. Um, that that is going to get after you. He can. He's up and down uh, the floor. He's out in passing lanes. And again, another really good kid uh, uh, for it. Uh, they got uh, Riley Shepard has been playing really well for him. He was a kid who moved in for him last year, and uh, he's six four sophomore, and he's been he's he's their shooter, and he's shooting forty seven percent from the line or from the three point line. Um, you know, and, and is doing, doing his role for them as well. Uh, tonight they, they'll, they'll be getting their, their big man back. Uh, Dawson Perkins has been out here for a while. Um, and he's going to be returning tonight. And, uh, Dawson Perkins is, uh, I mean, he's an elite level athlete. You know, he is a state high jump qualifier. You know, he's a six, seven, six, eight high jumper kid. You know, six, six, five, six, six, big, strong athlete who's playing, you know, uh, playing really well, so he'll be back tonight for them. Um, so we're going to look to see, uh, you know, what they have. And again, they they got a lot of kids that that they have a lot of athletic talent coming in, and um, they like to mix things up, uh, especially at you defensively um, to try to to try to you know try to keep you off balance. So. They've mixed in their one, you know, they're they're a man to man team, but then they'll run a two three, and then they're in one three one, and then they're twelve pressing and doing all that stuff. They're just trying to keep you off balance of what you're doing, and they'll they'll try to keep us uh, keep us guessing. Um, but again, it's 
their team has been playing playing really well. Again, they've 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 uh, they, they've lost a couple pieces, um, one through tragedy and one through a move, and um, but got some pieces back, and um, they're a good basketball team. Yeah. And going down to Valley is never is it was never easy. We always talked, you know, when we were on the administration. Man, it is tough to we want to make it tough to play here. Their fans uh, support and go through thick and thin, so they'll have a crowd there, um, and they'll have, and they're gonna play and they're gonna play hard, man, because right. that, that that's what that's what Valley does. That's what Valley kids do. They got. Uh, you know, knowing what they're doing, they they they've gotten a. They've got kids that that put in a bunch of time. They've had great success in football. A bunch of those kids that we've talked about are, you know, there's some football players mixed in there. Um, that they're working a a good strength and conditioning program down there. So you'll when you walk in, you notice those things, yeah. and and uh, we're gonna have to go in and execute, play our game. We're gonna have to play smart. We're gonna have to um, we're gonna have to figure out what they're in, and and, and we're gonna have to. After this week, we're going to have to somehow find 32 more minutes of energy on a Saturday night out, uh, you know, out in the, and we always said out in the middle of the cornfield, yeah. we're going to have to go find 30, 32 minutes of energy to play a really good basketball team tonight. Yeah, it's a tough place down there in all ways. God willing, we'll be on the air tonight. There's yeah. Some, some special technical difficulties at okay. that place down there. Uh, so, well, uh, yeah, yes. Hey, hey! I might be able. To, I might be able to find you a guest Wi-Fi password or something if they still have it. We'll see. Oh man, you would be. You would be. Well, we'll see. Oh, you I, would I, be. I, I, I have an. I have an in with their principal and their athletic director. You would. So I tell you what, I'll I'll, I'll wash your car well, and clean your house. Real hey, well, 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 hey, well, you you're, you're wearing that Ancilla shirt, so old co- coach. Coach Butcher can yeah. hook you up. Coach Butcher can hook you up I down there. Gonna say I got in touch with him earlier in the week. He didn't. He didn't offer that. To oh me. well. Well, <laughs> if you need me to send, if you need me to send him a text message, I can right now and have him take care of us tonight. I tell you what, you got a lot more pull with him than I do. Evidently. Well, so. we'll we'll see again. <laughs> Uh, and on that note, he's done a fantastic job oh, with yeah. their athletics the down greatest there. Greatest guy in the world. Great, great, great guy. Yeah. Again, and they're what they're, they do. They're doing some nice things down at Valley. And, and again, it's I, I keep still close tabs because uh, those are some really good people down there, and there's yeah. some really good kids. And uh, you know, as I said, we we want them all the sorts of success, but uh, not tonight. Tonight's the day that we don't. So got it. All right, man. Well, we'll we'll see you down there at least. All right. We hope so. All right. See you later. Thank you. Hey, and last thing, for our fans, we really appreciate everybody who's traveling. I mean, last night, we just want to say last night's atmosphere was fantastic. Uh the the dueling bands was yeah. awesome to have both pep bands. Uh whatever we need to do to get that uh <laughs> keep going. Um but but you know, in all seriousness, the atmosphere and what that does for kids, not just our kids, but for band kids, for all kids, for our students, it was awesome. It was great to see that we we want as many people involved with what we're doing as possible. The band there is awesome, yeah. um, and, and, and that was fun. And our fans, I mean, we, there was more red there than there was maroon. And again, um, we appreciate that people are spending their Friday nights, Saturday nights, Whatever with us, there's a lot of things to do, and and our kids appreciate it. We think our kids deserve it, and you know, there's no better thing than to go out and to support the youth of your of your community. And you know, anybody who can get down there to to Valley tonight, we'd certainly uh, we'd certainly appreciate it. And we want to thank all the people that have been coming out. All right, man. We'll see you later. Appreciate it. See you tonight, Joel Grindle, head coach of the Plymouth Pilgrims, and that's it for our show today. Tune in uh, about 1.30. Girls basketball starts the day off. So uh, have yourselves a good weekend. You've been listening to the Saturday Morning Coaches Corner on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. listening to FM 106.1 and AM 1050.
WTCA Plymouth. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by the Exogen Temporal Scanner. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A record number of children are now in hospitals in the U.S. with the coronavirus. Parent Billy Singerman in Novato, California, is pleased that the state has expanded the eligibility for boosters to 12 to 15-year-olds. We're real happy about it because we're scared we've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Singerman also has a 13-year-old daughter. He may keep her home from school this week. Doctors and nurses are scrambling to care for the infected children. The rising COVID case numbers among young children is causing concern. Hospitalizations of children are soaring across the nation. CBS's Dr. David Agus. We're seeing record numbers of kids hospitalized across the country. And it really brings home is that we need to vaccinate everybody if we can for the Omicron variant. At the moment, children under five do not have FDA approval to get the COVID vaccine, and pediatric hospitalization rates are higher than they've ever been during the pandemic. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Schools in one of America's biggest cities